The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did. What a kick. And the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown! In stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now, with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house! Sideline! Pylon! Touchdown! And the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Welcome into the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Aaron Murray. Be sure to follow us on social media at Punt and Pass, at Drew Butler, at Aaron Murray 11. Head on over to puntandpass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. It's got our YouTube page up there, our merch It's got our picks, it's got our blog, whatever you want. It's the best website in the world of college football, puntandpass.com. This episode of Punt and Pass is presented to you by our awesome partners over at Solomon Brothers Jewelers. Yeah, that's right. Everybody should be going over to Solomon Brothers Jewelers now, getting iced out in celebration because your Georgia Bulldogs are national champions too. Top-rated jewelry stores, one in Buckhead, 17th floor tower place, one in Alpharetta, just past the Avalon. If you mention Drew and Aaron or the Punt and Pass podcast, you get 10% off your jewelry purchase. And I know that Aaron and I have been telling you all season long, go there, get your significant other a beautiful piece of jewelry. But you know what? Get yourself something, Drew. That's right. Get yourself something like you and I did, baby. That is right. If you're watching our YouTube page, we got these brand new Oris watches. I mean, I got it right before the national championship game. Aaron and I both wore them to the game for good luck. Hell I'll yeah. remember this thing forever. I really. Hey, I tell you that. what, I, I I had that event on on Sunday night for Coca Cola. Yeah. It, you know, I got my suit on. I'm 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 feeling pretty good, and I always wear using my Apple Watch. Yeah. And you know, kind of obviously, you know, doesn't make it as as spiffy. You just don't feel as spiffy. Yeah. But I put my new watch Upgrade. on for the first time for the event, and I walked in there with a little bit more confidence. I'm just gonna let they you know did. right now, like I felt they pretty did. damn good. Like when I'm holding the mic and that watch is just you know blinging out there, I was like, damn, that's that's some good stuff there, Jaron. We appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. I'll remember Go get you a watch. I'll remember Hell this yeah. thing absolutely forever. Solomon Brothers has the biggest selection, the best quality, the lowest prices, and an in-store experience that is totally unmatched. Now you can go with your significant other and both get you something special. Mention Punt and Pass or Drew and Aaron, and you get 10% off your jewelry purchase at Solomon Brothers on Instagram, SolomonBrothers.com. All right, Murray, we did it. National champions. The Georgia Bulldogs take down Alabama 33-18 to in Indianapolis. Indiana put that Helmet on, my man. Roger I sat with you. So bad. I saw you on Sunday night. We hung out on Monday. So many Georgia fans. I would say like 75 to 25. I really did feel that way. 
And it was just an amazing experience. This team showed grit. They showed persistence, which I think is what really mattered in the end. They never got too worried, which is kind of uncharacteristic of Kirby Smart. Sometimes he gets a little bit freaked out, but man, they stayed the course late in the game and just dominated in the fourth quarter. And dude, there were hugs all around, smiles, tears. It was so awesome being with you, brother. It was, uh, it was, but I can't talk in this crap. Damn, I forgot how hard it is. On you. you got a big old head, man. Come on. I forgot how hard it is to talk. <laughs> oh, that hurt. And your boy's going to have a, like, I'm going to break out in pimples in my chin yeah, now again with that yeah. damn old ass nasty helmet on. Um, I tell you what, man, being there on, on Saturday was funny when I was doing that event for Coca-Cola, it was, it was myself and John Parker Wilson, who was a quarterback from like 05 yeah. to 08, one of your boys. And we did, you know, it's a whole you know, event. It was at the, you know, the, the NCAA hall of fame, I think it was. And we did like this Q and a session for an hour. Yeah. And when, when we first got introduced, everyone's like, all right, raise your hand. If you're a Georgia fan or no, they start with Alabama first. And I, so there's like three people that raised their hands and they're like, all right, if you're a Georgia fan, sh-. like a hundred people raise their hands. So, yeah. uh, that was kind of what it was the whole weekend, you know, from, from Sunday when I was there to obviously walk around to all the tailgates, drew icon source, put on a hell of a tailgate, had a blast there. Um, and bouncing around, man, it was Georgia red through and through that took over Indianapolis froze our little fannies off, but it was yeah. so worth it. Then you get in the stadium. You said it drew, it was electric. The entire game was fun. It, it was, it was the kind of game to me. I said it all week. That's the kind of game that Georgia needed low scoring yeah. battle. Keep it close. Don't get in a shootout. Stay alive, stay alive, stay alive. And they did that. And then finally took over there in the fourth quarter with some big plays down the field. So Awesome. 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 Um, we were up in a great box with our boy bit boy, Ben, um, had, had a great time with him. And then I get a text like with five minutes to go in the game from, from Twitter, like, Hey, Aaron, this is so-and-so from Twitter, get your butt to the, you know, the field box behind the stadium. So I looked at you guys. I was like, boys, See I'm ya. out. <laughs> See you. Thank you. Adios. I'm sprinting through the stadium, like literally sprinting. I have no idea how to get down there. There was like a secret elevator and all that. I'm like, what the sh- crap? Did you make it down there for the interception? Yeah, I literally okay. made it. I'm walking into the box just as Ringo picked it off. And Ringo is running right at me for the interception. I got the film. Uh, I was like, damn, perfect timing. And and then the celebration afterwards was, was, was awesome, man. It was so, to me, I've talked about last week, like all the teams before that. I talked to like Nick Chubb today. Uh, I talked to Wims. And a couple of players that played like, you know, in 17. Yeah. Um, and, and, and when they play them again, 19 or 18 or whatever it was. And all of us had the same thing. Like, man, it was like a weight off our shoulders of, okay, now the discussion about Georgia versus Bama can finally end. Like we can move past it and, and not have to talk about those crappy games in the past. Yeah. I mean, weight off the shoulders. Like I've just been on social media and reposting everything that kind of touches my heart. And it is a lot of stuff. Georgia football is putting out awesome content. All the fan pages are absolutely crushing it. The videos that you're seeing that people took in real time during the Ringo interception, the celebration, when the clock hit zero, the confetti coming down, Clint Bowling, a Georgia great sat in the box with us, Aaron. We took a picture when you dipped, which we totally understood with the confetti coming down and Jackie and Kelly, our wives are like, you guys are smiling. Like you didn't even smile like that on our wedding days. They're like, you guys look so happy. We're like, we were. And it's great seeing the videos like of Nick Chubb, of mm-hmm. Rodrigo, of yourself, of all the guys from the past being like, awesome job. We're so proud of you. Like that, I think is the general consensus. It's pure 
happiness from all the lettermen to all the people that have come before this specific team, former coaches, even friends of ours are like, dude, that was awesome. I was rooting for Georgia last night. And it just makes me laugh too, because I know it's such a small subset of people. Like remember earlier in the season when we were hearing about how some fans think like the Rick guys have jealousy towards the Kirby teams. I'm like, no, like everybody was so damn happy. And it was just awesome. One of my favorite videos that I saw was Catherine Swafford. She is Hudson Swafford's wife, obviously PGA tour player. Well, they're all in Hawaii. So it's like 10, 11 guys at this Sony open in Hawaii. And she posted a video of Ringo's interception of all these guys in a conference room at the hotel. They had a big screen up there and they are going freaking nuts. It was amazing. Again, the pure happiness that you saw after the game, the gigantic smiles, the relief. Uh, so awesome for Kirby Smart. So awesome. I'm so proud of Josh Brooks. This entire football team, they're legends, deservedly so. Mm-hmm. The parade is set for Saturday in Athens. I know there's supposed to be some nasty winter weather coming into town on Sunday. So who knows how that will be navigated. But simply put, man, Kirby Smart said it after the game. They burnt the boats, man. They burned the ships. They did everything needed. And even I was kind of needling you like, dude, is he going to pull Stetson? Because it just wasn't happening. They could not get points on the board. I will give them a lot of credit, okay? Ben, but don't break on offense and on defense. They were taking three points when they could. And, man, defense was hanging in there in the red zone and forcing Alabama to keep kicking field goals. That proved to be the difference in the game. And, man, when the fourth quarter rolled around, the floodgates open. That throw and catch Stetson to AD Mitchell, legendary. I and, was on, and on that play too. That's not James, James Cook. Cook. You saw him. I was just doing the breakdown. Yeah. James Cook with a hell of a block to give Stetson just a second longer to move to his right to, to throw it up for AD Mitchell. So uh, I mean, the, the if if James Cook doesn't make that block, it was all that play doesn't deck. happen. It's yeah. over. So shout out to James Cook, man. Big big block. Huge block. And that was a big sigh of relief. Okay. Um, Wow. We're finally up. Okay. Now Georgia comes back. Alabama scores again. Brock Bowers, a great play. You broke that down on the players lounge live video breakdown earlier tonight. Great breakdown RPO kind of like a triple option. Both linebackers crashed down the DN and the linebacker Stetson still made a fantastic throw to get it around and through the arms of that linebacker who was crashing Brock wide open. Obviously, you know what he's going to do when he gets open space, they did not go for two there. Okay. I need to ask you this. Cause I was obviously freaking out situational football. I'm like, how could you not go for two right there? Remember there was a roughing the passer. So they could have taken the ball. I think they did take the ball at the one yard line. Georgia had been running it right through Alabama all fourth quarter long. And what you had was the opportunity to take a seven point lead to a nine point lead with three minutes left, pretty much saying we're going to win this football game. Well, they did. They kicked the extra point. It's an eight-point lead. I'm in the box going, we're going to lose this game. We're going to lose this game. I was like, I cannot believe that they just decided that. But the defense was playing very, very well. Then, of course, Keeley picked six. See, I I disagree with that, Drew, in the sense of the defense had been playing so well, especially in the red zone. Yeah. And Alabama had a few opportunities inside the five, and obviously they capitalized on one for a touchdown. But for the majority of the night – Anytime Bama got in the 10-yard line and the five-yard line, they couldn't score. So I would put, and and this is what they did the entire game, is what they've done the entire season. Put your trust in the defense. Yeah. I mean, Kirby saw the way the game was going. He saw the way his defensive was playing in the red zone. And he said, listen, if Bama can score on this defense, which not really happened tonight, which Mm -hmm. is going to be tough already, 
let's put it in their mind that, hey, before the drive even starts, hey, we have to score and have to go for two. And then if they do score, our defense is playing so well inside the red zone, inside the five, inside the 10, that I still bet that we could stop them. Yeah. So I think, I think for me, anything, it's, it's, yes, I understand of, you know, you want to go for two and you want to end it right now. But if you don't get it, then it's, they just said, okay, now all we have to do is score a touchdown. Yeah. It is a different beast when you're going on the field and saying, I have to score a touchdown. And, and then back into mind, knowing too that it's not just a touchdown, it's a touchdown and two points. Get way more so, aggressive. Uh, you know, third downs become second downs, fourth downs. Well, it's just, yeah, yeah, it's just knowing that there's there's more to accomplish on the drive than just scoring a touchdown. So the way the defense was playing, I I I I completely agree with Kirby right there. Make him score, make him go for two, and and we're gonna make our defense win this football game. And which the defense did, man. That defense, you said it bend but don't break. Over and over again. I mean, Alabama had 80, mid 80 plays. Georgia had low 60s, maybe 60 plays. They were on the field a lot. And that's what really concerned me after last game was like, can Georgia defensively, are they in shape enough to play four quarters? And and, and whatever they did, you know, they they definitely got their butts in better shape this game. Obviously, playing a game like this, you'd leave it all there on the field. Um, and then that block field goal by by Jalen. I thought to me that was one of the biggest plays of the game. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, absolute game changer. There's no doubt yeah. about it. Uh, another big play I thought was Jackpot Lesney's 49 yarder with a couple minutes left in the first half. Yep. Georgia just continuing to make Alabama kick field goals. Look, you cannot afford to miss that field goal. That is a turnover in that situation. Alabama then having three minutes and half a field to go score more points. Then the game gets out of reach really quick they make the field goal they stay in it they go down to half only down three points nine to six you just always knew georgia was in the game right it never felt like it was getting out of hand the only time it really did feel like that was the phantom fumble which i think was actually a fumble the more amazing thing about the fumble was the recovery yep. the nonchalant recovery he didn't he had no idea he inbound. hey he had no idea no, I still haven't, I still haven't seen the TV copy of it, so I really don't know. Like, I watched yeah, the, yeah. the the coach's copy. Um, I can't tell from there. Obviously, like, we couldn't tell from where we were sitting in the game. I talked to our boy Cole Kublik um, in an interview the next day, and he said, yeah, clearly they made the right call. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was one of those plays on the field. What was called was going to be hard to overturn. Like, if it was called an incomplete pass, I think they – I don't even know if they would have even looked at it, honestly. Here's exactly um, what it was. You want to know what it was? It was the exact uh, type of play that Georgia had lost on so many times before. Like, how the hell did he even fumble it? More importantly, how the hell did the guy even get possession with one blade of grass in between his toe and the sideline? Unbelievable. If you can pull it up now, I know it's on ESPN there, and you can find it, or just go to YouTube. Oh, no, I saw the, the, the kid. So the TV comes was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. And the, the the stadium, I can tell you right now, was fired up. They were like, oh, my God, this thing's slipping away. But Kirby, Stet- it's like Stetson just kept saying, this shit ain't happening today. We're going to win this football game. Yep. And it was amazing because you could feel that throughout the stadium. I was on with Cole after you on um, on SEC radio. And Cole and CC asked me, they were like, okay, like what play did you know this is different. This is going to happen. This is different. And you bring up a great Jalen with the block field goal, the AD Mitchell catch. I go, Hey, look, played at Georgia. I love Georgia for all intents and purposes. I am a gigantic Georgia fan right now for the national championship game. I said, you bet your ass, every Georgia fan in that stadium. The only play that mattered 
was the Keely Ringo pick six because it put the game out of reach. I mean, yes. you could not convince me until the clock was zeros or Georgia was up 33 to 18 with less than a minute left that they were going to win that game, truly win that game. Keeley gets a pick. Man, it's an entourage to the house. I love my man, Dan Jackson, just selling just out like, at the end. Oh, he got blasted. Getting destroyed. Yeah. He didn't even care. He's like, oh, we're going to win. Freaking uh, I tell you what, I, Keeley needed that. I mean, I, I'm really happy for the kid. Uh, he's a young, very talented DB that has a very bright future, but he got picked on. I mean, you and yeah, I talked man. about it uh, up in the box, man. Over and over again, Bama was going at Keeley. And they should, man. He was just not having his stuff early on. Missed a couple tackles that he shouldn't have was giving up a little bit too much space. So for someone that had been kind of, you know, probably that night, that, uh, that night, not the whole season, just that night, just didn't have his stuff. And, yeah, and it just happened. We're talking about 18 to 20 year old kids here. Yep. Didn't have his stuff, but was the guy that finished it off was, I thought pretty darn special. I think that's really darn, kind of, darn special. I think that right there encapsulates what the entire team did. Nobody had yep. their best stuff all night. I mean, Stetson was pretty no. damn close, but you know, the, the, just the fact that continue- we mean Stetson was not very good in the first Stetson's game to me is if you want to know what, what, what is Stetson's career? Like if you know, if you never watched Georgia football and, and, and this is your first game and you want to know, okay, what is this whole Stetson Bennett story? That national championship was the perfect thing. Yeah. yeah. Rocky start. Everyone's bitching to put JT in. Yeah. And then he comes out and wins you a national championship and becomes, you know, the offensive MVP. I mean, that, that, yeah. to me, that is the Stetson Bennett story right there. Just perfect. Things are rocky. People doubt you. People say, put his ass on the bench, put his ass on the bench. And he comes out there, throws a couple touchdowns, wins a national championship. That's, yeah. a, that's the Bennett story. And I cannot I wait it. to be Stetson Bennett in the Hollywood movie. I just can't <laughs> wait. I'm so excited. We might need to buffer up those acting chops a little bit, dude. You can ask Josh. Josh, you know what? Josh should be Stetson Bennett. That's I will kick your Stetson ass. Bennett. Don't you start that crap. <laughs> How about this, though? Just the, the high-level statistic breakdown. What a great fight by Georgia and Alabama. Total yards, Georgia 364, Alabama 399. First downs, Georgia had 20, Alabama had 22. Time of possession, Georgia, 28 minutes, 29 seconds. Alabama, 31 minutes and 31 seconds. And the most important statistic, Georgia, one turnover, Alabama, two. You knew it was going to come down to that. Yep. You absolutely knew it was going to come down to turnovers. It was coming down to situational football. Alabama was only 9 of 20 on third down, but Georgia was only 4 of 12. Jake Camarda had an unbelievable game. Pod Lesney's special team showed up in a big, big way. And Aaron, it proved to be the difference. I mean, yep. defense and special teams, really what this team was built on. And that fourth quarter run game, you took what Alabama had done in years past and flipped the script on them is because so funny. Like they beat them so bad in the fourth quarter. Nick Saban smiled after the game. Like he was genuinely happy for Kirby Smart. I, it was pretty impressive. I, I have this question. I asked PB this because I thought it's 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 interesting. I think you've you've brought this up before about uh, golf with your dad where, you know, all of a yeah. sudden you're, your dad or an older brother and you're always being bud and you're always winning, you're winning, you're winning. And all of a sudden this, the, the, the script flips and we've yeah. seen it twice this year. Now. Yeah. He lost to Jimbo against A&M. Yeah. And then now you just lost to Kirby in the national championship game is now the time where like, like I said, a son starts to take over his father. And when it comes to certain sports, you and your dad with golf, like, is this the moment now where Nick Saban says, 
I mean, maybe it's time to pass the torch. Yeah. Or is this when Nick Saban doubles down, gets juiced up and says, <laughs> all right, boys, guy. everyone's ass better be in the office tomorrow because we're about to go 14, 15, no next year. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. at some point, the man's got to retire eventually. I, I know he looks good and, and he's a hell of a coach. He's, he's the goat, man. He's the best coach of all time. I'll say that right now. And everyone I think will agree with that, but at some point, someone's got to take over. And I don't know if it's next year or the year after that or whatever, but I think there are some programs out there right now that are nipping at his heels and yeah. obviously Georgia being one of them. And, and they showed it Monday night. I, the winningest team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required. And they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. I think the torch is getting passed. I think Georgia, I've said it, I've said it, I've said it. Georgia is a rocket ship that just took off. Well, Nick said that was the final switch. That was the final switch on Monday. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I'm picking up what you're putting down. There's no doubt about that. I'm hesitant to say it, but I will say Nick Saban's not young. Uh, Surely he did just lose. First time he's lost to an SEC East team in 12 years, which is pretty damn impressive. Steven Garcia the last one to beat Nick Saban in Alabama from the SEC East. And if he does want to retire, I'll walk my ass over to Solomon Brothers and get Nick Saban the fattest retirement gift he has ever seen. Oh, I will get him whatever he wants if he wants to retire. And you should head on over to Solomon Brothers as well. they got two awesome locations, one in Buckhead, one in Alpharetta, custom jewelry design, lifetime diamond upgrades, interest-free financing options as well. The lowest price is on the highest quality jewelry and diamonds guaranteed. I'll get him a watch. I'll get him a bracelet. I'll get him a necklace. If Coach Saban wants to get his ears pierced, I'll get him some diamond stud earrings, whatever he wants. And I'll tell Jaron and the whole team over at Solomon Brothers, punt and pass him. You get 10% off your jewelry purchase at Solomon Brothers on Instagram, SolomonBrothers.com. Ryan Skates, poor man's game notes. Saw Ryan on Monday. He had a huge crew. Everybody's obviously fired up. I talked to him today and we were just like, dude, how happy are you? Like just happy. You just have this light chest smile on your face. And he was like, I need to go back and rewatch the game because he said it best. He was like, I saw the game inside the stadium, but I didn't really watch the game. And I kind of agree, dude, I was so caught up in emotion. Things were happening. I'm asking you questions. Clint Bowen's asking us questions. Like we were fired up. Going back and watching it on ESPN, seeing some of the highlights with the radio broadcasts, um, you know, put on over the actual action, fantastic because you really kind of get the excitement that you miss when you're inside the stadium. Now, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to be inside the stadium, it was a moment I'll never forget. But do you agree with that? Because I know you're locked in as well. Uh, I was having fun, don't do not get me wrong. I mean, oh, I, I know you were having fun, Drew. I, I was you, enjoying the atmosphere. Drew, Drew was having a lot of fun, uh, as we all were. 
you damn uh, right. It was a little stressful at times. And it very was. Stressful. And like in that stressful moment, I just don't process the game that well. I go back uh, and I watch the tape. No, I'm always so I I, I I'm I'm wired to look at certain things as a quarterback. Like I'm yeah. always trying to. I mean, my first as soon as the, the the offense gets to the line of scrimmage, my first thing I I, I look at the safeties. You know, I kind of see where the receivers are, I see where the safeties are, I see what the defense is making adjustment wise. I kind of start trying to to kind of guess, you know, what the play call may be based on coverage and what the defense is presenting. Um, so I'm I'm wired to not enjoy football games, and as a fan, I'm wired to 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 quarterback them, um, which is you know I I'm not as emotional like you know I watch games with my dad and brother and they're screaming and yelling yeah, and cussing they're fired and, up yeah they're fired up and I'm kind of just sitting there a little bit more quiet reserved because I'm trying to like I said my my brain's always ticking yeah. I'm processing it all yeah. so uh, that's kind of me in those games I, it's just and plus I, I'm so used to calling games as an announcer that's yeah, what I do sure. like that's my job. So it's kind of hard to turn it off and just be like a normal fan and someone who could just scream and yell and and like you did a bajillion times say f you to the to the referees. Yeah. Uh, I just well, that's me every Saturday. I can't do that Any because usually I, I got a mic. I got a mic on me ninety five percent of the time in the booth, obviously. So I've been trained to just shut my mouth and process and try to get some good tidbits here and there. You know, it's funny, but it was every, fun. We had a good every time. other weekend. I feel like I'm the same way. I mean, relatively not as in depth as you are being a, a weekly play by play and color analyst, and then a quarterback and what you just explained, but like, look, Georgia, Missouri, Georgia, Kentucky, I'm at home. I'm rewinding. I'm watching, I'm tweeting, uh, but like sec championship game, national championship game. I'm not, you know, I'm not big time like you. So I don't have to go work. <laughs> I get fired up, man. I put my fan hat on. I get after it. I'm just so happy for all Georgia fans who got to experience that at home in Indy in Athens, that barstool video of Caleb Presley in downtown Athens. One of the funniest things I have ever, ever seen. I've watched it 10 or 15 times. And I think it might be round two on Saturday. You're always going to be around too. And I, it's going to be me and Sharon again. We're going to be at Bourbon Street on top of the freaking bar. Sharon and I getting <laughs> rowdy. We're going to get rowdy. Um, we're going to tear it down. I can't wait to be back in Athens. I haven't been out in Athens in a long time. So I'm going to thoroughly enjoy myself and know that I am uh, a far second when it comes to quarterbacks that people want to take pictures with. So I can actually turn up and not worry about people want to take a picture of me because all the focus is on sets now because That's he right. is the GOAT. That's right. He is the goat. I've, I've, I'm ready to take that off and move it on to the next young buck because he deserves it, man. I, I think that kid is stupid special. What he's been through, uh, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I kind of feel like freaking Stetson's agent these past two days. I've had like three or four calls from um, sports memorabilia spots that I've done signings with in the past. Yeah. Uh, I've had other agents I've worked with, marketing agents, call me saying, "Hey, we got this deal with Stetson. Can you pass it along to him?" Yeah. So it's funny. I was on the phone with Chappis earlier, our boy, Sean Tappas, shout out Sean Chappis. If you're listening, Chappie I know he loves himself. the pun pass. So I'm, I'm talking with Chappis about Saturday and how it's going to look for the parade and Stetson gets in the elevator and he's on, he's like, Hey, I'm with the, you know, Hey, Aaron, I just walked into the elevator, the greatest quarterback in Georgia history. I was like, what's up, Stet? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, Stet, man, I need 10% because I'm working all these yeah. deals for you right now with all like this. Merch. I'm like, everyone's calling me like I'm Stetson's damn agent over here. Um, so actually right now, as we're on this podcast, Stetson's dad just called me. Cause I'm going to try to 
pass it on to Papa Stetson. And well, he's got an icon source account. We'll get his dad to handle his icon source account, run them things. There right we through go. Icon source. Let his dad know. But, but uh, I just want that, 10% for the first, the first three deals that I'm bringing fine. in. Stat, I, I need 10%. That, yeah. We can get that Give done. The picture you posted on Instagram was awesome. Of oh you giving him a hug. Your caption was money. I thought it was extremely well said. I mean, that oh. is exactly uh, what Georgia football is all about. And listen, if you came to punt and pass on this episode, the national championship recap episode, thinking that we were going to talk anything other than how great the university of Georgia is. You're out of your damn mind for national yeah. champions, but that was awesome. Again, like all the heartstring stuff that you're seeing on social media. So happy for Stetson. He freaking deserves it. The AJC called me. They were talking about NIL stuff. And I said, dude, if Stetson wants to be, he can be the highest paid player in America right now. Sell the oh, he'll, get paid, he'll get made. He'll get paid. I asked. Uh, so I talked to Cole about that too. And I was like, what do you think? Cause you live in the state of Alabama you know, hit the difference between who's going to make more money this year, him or Bryce. And he said, you know, Bryce overall, when it comes to career, because what Bryce had heading yeah. into the season, but he's like this off season, I kind of agree. I think, I think Stetson could easily make more money than Bryce. It's just up to him. It's all up to uh, him. It's up to him. Yeah. It's all up to him. My man um, is going to enjoy life. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was thinking, Oh, I was just on a group thread right now from a, um, a buddy of mine who's member up at uh, uh, why am I drawing a bank right now? Peachtree. Yeah. He's like stat golf right now. Come on <laughs> tomorrow. Right. So I guess, now. I guess those invites for me are long gone. So I'm glad yeah, I took just, advantage of them when I could. You just now all the invites are going to set Yeah. I dropped down on some people's list, but I got it in when I could, I took advantage of it. Drew, I got enough golf in me at, at, at some courses. So now Stetson can go enjoy. And uh, I probably a few more than I did. So deserve it. So. He deserved it, man. I mean, so. he deserves, I mean, that kid deserves a lot. He I said it in the post, I'll say it here. It's tough. It's great. It is, is the, one of the best honors uh, besides being a, a husband and a father, a husband and a father. Yeah. Husband and a father. Yes. That um, checks out. Yeah. That checks out. Uh, being the university of Georgia quarterback, man, it is a huge honor. I loved every minute of it, but it is a freaking grind, man. Yeah. Cause the bar is set so high. Uh, you, you gotta be on your a game at all times on the field, off the field. Uh, so it was tough for me. And, and the criticism I took is nowhere near the criticism that Setson's took his entire, every single week. The main storyline is when is he going to get benched? I mean, that is yeah. every, I mean, that was the headline every single week. When's JT going to come in? When's JT coming? His whole two years being the starting quarterback. That was the number one question asked to Kirby every Monday. That, that that's bullshit, yeah. man. It it's unbelievable. I know. It's I know. relentless. So what he went through, I, I said, man, I feel for the kid and the fact that he overcame all that. And, you know, now is a national championship uh, quarterback is, it's special. Good for him. He, yeah. he deserves everything coming his way. He can pretty much tell everybody to suck it from now on. <laughs> he's oh, the man. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. One of the <laughs> statistics that I threw out there pregame, even in our Thursday episode, I said, Georgia needs three or four sacks and they'll win this football game. Yep. They had three. Nolan Smith got the fourth at the end of the game and it was lights out for Alabama. And going back to Nolan Smith, you and I talked about it a lot just to kind of put a bow on the whole Stetson Bennett thing and the narrative and how tired it was all season long. I mean, even Todd Munkin before the orange bowl was like, guys, like come ask me the questions now go watch mm -hmm. the tape. There's a reason why we're sticking with Stetson. But when Nolan Smith said, we trust him, you and I text each other and we go, yep, that's exactly yes. the whole reason 
right there. The guys in the locker room absolutely love that guy. And I know we're getting done with like a 15 minute set. It sets him Bennett love session right now, but he deserves 25. You know what I mean? I mean, he's the man. He deserves, he a, he deserves a movie. I mean, 15 I minutes doesn't do it justice, Drew. I know. Absolutely unbelievable. Loved Kirby in the post game. There's going to be some property torn up in Indianapolis tonight. A little oh, homage yeah. to Larry Munson. Seeing all the ESPN people at the hotels, man, they, they were fired up. You know, they love a change of pace. They don't want to have to continue talking about Nick Saban in Alabama every damn day. So many great storylines on this Georgia team. Think about the last three players to score those touchdowns. A.D. Mitchell, Brock Bowers, Keely Ringo. What do they have in common? They're all freshmen. Georgia's going nowhere. I mean, I know you're texting with Stetson and his dad. Can you drop us a little knowledge? What's he – I mean, I know he's not thinking about anything except, you know, making – I don't think he's he's going – I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I really don't. I mean – the kid loves football. Yeah, um, and this he loves Georgia. He loves Georgia. He loves football. Uh, who knows what what his thoughts process are of, of of going on to the next level or not? But I think he looks at this. This is my opportunity to play one more year of football. Yeah, I said I don't know. You know, if I'm going to make, it, if I'm in his mind, I don't know if I'm going to make it in the NFL uh, or whatnot. But right now, I get to live out a dream. And and why would I give up one more year of living out this dream? Yeah. So I mean, shoot, he can go nine and three, ten and two next year. Who cares, man? You want a freaking no natty. He can yeah. do no wrong. His Good Morning America interview with oh. Leon Stetson. Oh. I mean, I woke up in the morning probably feeling a little bit the same way. And I was like, oof, the last thing I want to do right now is have to talk to Michael Strahan and Robert Roberts on ABC's Good Morning America. Somebody texted me who you and I both know, and they said, Stetson's not a good interview sober. Somebody get that dude to water. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I mean, think he, I think he's decent. He's pretty good. Like my brother-in-law texts me and he's like, dude, your boy needs some media training. I was like, I, Stetson's pretty good. It's just, I mean, well, you my know, man, he, but he, to, does, to he, your he didn't point sleep. Earlier, the media was abusive to him. Also, yeah, I mean, why, um, why should he ever give him a time of day, you know? So go live it up and then show up on good morning America. He was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get much sleep. I mean, he looked lost in the sauce. That was so funny. But who who cares? Good for him. That was awesome. Yeah, he was uh, drinking that $6,000 bottle of Pappy, baby. Just Woo. amazing. I'm going through my uh, – I'm just Good looking through. We'll, we'll wrap this thing up here in a little bit. But we'll, we'll look in um, through my social, all the things that I've just retweeted and reposted. So many good things. Um and the Braves having won the World Series, too. I mean, you just feel this collective sigh of relief from all fans within the state of Georgia. And there's nothing better than, than how it ended with that pick six. The video is Rodney DeBolsey from UGASports.com posted a tweet. And he said, hey, if you have a video from wherever you were, inside the stadium, at your house, at a watch party, post it from that interception return for a touchdown. That is pretty fun to scroll down through. Jeff Dancer has a great tweet as well. Listen to this, Aaron. In the last five years, Georgia football under Kirby Smart, five straight top tens, that's a first in school history, five straight major bowl game appearances, a first in school history, four and over versus Georgia Tech, four and one versus Florida, five and one versus Auburn, five and over versus Tennessee, a Rose Bowl championship, a Sugar Bowl championship, a Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl championship, an Orange Bowl championship, an SEC championship, and now a national championship. That is one hell of a run in five years. 
so awesome. There's a great video. Uh, there's a sports business journal article about the players lounge. Go check out the players lounge. Sorry. I'm just running through my social media. I love Nick Saban telling Kirby smart. You guys kicked our ass in the fourth quarter. Congratulations. That is an actual quote from Nick Saban to Kirby smart. That is too good to be true. Um, love the coaches running out of the press box to make it down. Oh to celebrate. God, yeah. I know you saw that one. And uh, then you came on the bus and woke me up on a, uh, on Monday morning, yeah. I, for those are hit I, on SEC, I, I, I woke up great. on Monday morning and I was like, I had a, a hit for for SEC uh, with PB and Doring, um, and it was not just a phone interview, but it was they they did a simulcast on TV too uh, on the SEC network. So Drew wasn't picking up his phone because he had a little bit too much fun the night before. Uh, some of us were responsible, made sure that we had all the energy we needed for game day, and uh, so I come knocking on the Icon Source bus at like. 8 o'clock, 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, Drew early. comes out without a shirt on. I was like, what is going on in this bus? <laughs> I was sleeping. What do you want? And I was like, Drew, I need I need some headsets, man. I left my headsets back in Atlanta. So uh, I'm going to do this hit live uh, in person here from the Icon Source bus right outside Lucas Oil Stadium. So we appreciate it. Thank you. Sorry for waking you up from your beauty sleep. No, that was all uh, I know. I know you need it, but much appreciated to, to do the, the, like I said, do the hit from the big old bus. Anything for the team, anything, anything for the team. And then one that really pulled at my heartstrings, and then we'll start wrapping this thing up. I saw it on Reddit. Uh, somebody took their urn of their father's ashes to the game uh, and said, my yep. dad said we'd go to a Georgia national championship together one day. As always, he never let me down. Uh, just fantastic. That's what Georgia football is all about. National champions, man. I picked 31 to 30, um, 33 to 18 final score. I think you picked what, 27, 24, didn't you? 27, yeah, 27, 24, 27, 21, something like that. Don't let Bama get in the 30s. That was the key. They didn't even let him in the 20s, baby. How good was that, man? How good was that? I mean, I even texted our boy Sean Chappas today, and it wasn't to complain about the gigantic trophies that he continues to send us and take up too much space in our homes, but I just texted him and I said, Gigantic trophies. I said, I'm still on cloud nine, man. I really am. It's just awesome. And it ain't going anywhere anytime soon. So you'll be there. You'll be in the mix on Saturday, huh, Murray? I'll be in the mix. I'll All be right. doing – I think I'm going to be doing some stuff with ABC, uh, WSB here in Atlanta, covering the parade, I believe. We're going up Friday. Uh, maybe get to a little bit of five bar, maybe last resort, maybe Kelly and Tito's. I mean, there's so many places I, gotta, I just – I need in my life. Got to go to my, my uh, favorite spot the Royal Peasant, but that's in five points. So I know you do love the Royal Peasant. I, I mean, like the Royal Peasant. You got a great burger. Great yeah, burger. Love um, the And then – my parents are meeting us in Athens. They're scooping up little man and the dogs on Friday. And then Cher and I are going to burn the town down. You guys are going to and maybe work it. on number two. <laughs> Breaking news on the punt and pass podcast. <laughs> uh, anything on the way out? Anything we didn't talk about with the game? I know I'm so caught how up. The, how about all the uh, Alabama transfers after the game that entered the portal? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just an exodus. You would have to think that that was something. a starting tight end and he leaves after the game. Like, wow. It's just what a crazy. world we live in. I know it's crazy. Hey, hey, breaking it now on pun pass rumors on the street. Rumors on the street. What we got? Todd Munkin may be going to the NFL. Really? Yeah. Is mm. that mean Aaron Murray just got a text to say, Hey, I just saw your film breakdown on the players. Now, do you want to come be the offense? No, I'm about to text Bobo. Be like, Hey, if, if you get that OC spot, it's going to be like a fraternity with Muschamp and Bobo and Kirby. Kirby. I was, I'll be the QB coach. If that's the case. <laughs> 
I love that. I absolutely hey, love that. All right, so breaking news, some scoopage. Yeah, speaking of NFL, oh, let's just let everybody know. We're going to continue doing the podcast. We have not done the podcasts in off-seasons past, mostly because Aaron plays football in the off-seasons, but no yeah, longer. Amateur He's a football dad now. He's a husband it. and a father, as he had said earlier in the podcast. So we're going to continue doing the podcast. Uh, I wanted to do some interviews, Aaron, do some in-depth interviews, have some fun, keep tabs on NFL news, college football news. Obviously, the playoffs are about to start back up. Some really shocking firings. I mean, the Dolphins letting go of Brian Flores. The guy went like 8-1 and one in a nine-game stretch this year. That's crazy, but you're going to have so many Georgia guys go to the NFL this year. It's just going to be awesome. That's the machine that Kirby is building. And um, I thought it was really cool when Stetson said that this whole team just does the duty that lies nearest after the game, and that led them to a national championship. So really cool, man. What a special season. Go dogs. Go dogs. That's right. All right, well, follow us on social media at Punt and Pass, at Drew Butler, at Aaron Murray 11, puntandpass.com. Remember, go celebrate. Go to Solomon Brothers Jewelers. There's two locations, one in Alpharetta, one in Buckhead. If you mention Punt and Pass or Drew and Aaron, you get 10% off your jewelry purchase. They have the biggest selection, the best quality, the lowest prices, and an in-store experience that is totally unmatched. I'm telling you, grab the boys. Go in there. They have a full-stock bar. Do it for some playoff games. Get you a nice little timepiece to remember January 10th, 2022, in which the Georgia Bulldogs beat the Alabama Crimson Tide 33-18 to to win their first national championship in 41 years. Shout out to everybody. It's a great day, as always, to be a Georgia Bulldog. How about those MF and dogs? Woo, 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 woo. Go dogs for Aaron. Go I'm dogs. Drew. We'll talk to you next week. See you. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.